You are listening to the Golden Voice Podcast, and I'm your host, Jarvis Smith. I want to say thank you for listening to our last episode with Marcus Johnson and Wayno. And if you're new to the Golden Voice Podcast, please be sure to follow the podcast on your favorite podcast platform and check out our past interviews on seasons one and two. Today is the final special guest interview of 2022 for the GVP season two. So I'm going to catch up with you in the outro to update you on what's to come because I'm too excited to get this interview going. Because today we're speaking to a guest who sits very high on my top five most listened to songs of 2022 on Apple Music due to their soulful voice and powerful vocal styling. You see, this guest jumpstarted their career with their breakout single Melatonin thanks to the help of a $50 Facebook ad but would further expand their reach in 2021 with their manifesto of creativity and musicianship on their latest EP, Hard Feelings. And if that wasn't enough, this guest has collaborated as the lead singer for songs with such amazing artists as Diplo, Rudimento, and Kavinsky. If you don't know who I'm talking about, it's the recently Grammy 2023 nominated singer-songwriter Corinne Lomax. And at the time of this recording, I caught up with Corinne to learn more about her upbringing in Atlanta, the creation of Hard Feelings, her songwriting inspiration and process, reflections on collaborating with such amazing, super dope, phenomenal artists, and so much more. So let's go ahead and get this conversation started. Corinne, how are you doing? Wow, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. You know what, Corinne, you know, just listening to your music, coming across your music, my entry point was the Kavinsky record that you had with uh, Cameo, which we're definitely going to get into that. And then now just kind of doing the backlog of like who you were and listening to all your other music. So I'm so excited to kind of hear your story and your come up. And I love to start in the beginning with so many of my guests just to know, you know, your backstory and how everything got started for you. Because if I'm understanding correctly, you're originally coming from the ATL, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... I, uh, I grew up in North Atlanta, like a town called Marietta, um, so suburbia, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm from I'm from North Atlanta. Awesome. Okay, so growing up in North Atlanta, I got to ask, what type of music were you listening to as a kid, as a child? Like, what were those go-to artists or songs or albums that you remember? Man, I'm literally like a melting pot of just like everything. <laughs> um, so basically, like for my mom, you know, I definitely just like developed like a love of harmonies and like several things I like in music that I gravitate towards because she only like really listened to gospel music. And um, that was, you know, what I would just hear all the time. Like I wasn't really allowed to listen to like secular music and stuff like that. Um, so I was, you know, from them, like my parents, like Bill Withers, Lionel Richie, they loved all that stuff. Um, and, uh, I was, so I was like on my own, I definitely, um, found Lauren Hill through Sister Act 2. That was my, uh, that was my, I replayed that tape so many times. <laughs> like, I, I think it's broken now. Um, but, uh, uh so Lauren Hill and Outcast, they were just like, definitely my, okay, like I'm a, you know, I'm inspired to just like create and, um, you know, also like my, it was, it was, you know, being in Marietta that, like I said, suburbia, like I was exposed to also like Coldplay and like Linkin Park and stuff. So Linkin Park, Coldplay, those records, you know, those, those albums, especially Linkin Park Collision Course, the the Jay-Z project changed my life on that one. But then also, yeah, for sure. Like I think about Outkast, my father introduced me to that music and not really knowing the full scope of just the legacy of of what they had at the time of being a kid in the nineties, hearing that stuff, but then just kind of getting introduced to them. Super phenomenal. So I can tell with those different styles. And for you, that's why I was like, man, what is your background with the music you were listening to? Because 
your expression through your own music, you know, is so unique. Your tone, your vocal styling, your songwriting is super strong and amazing. So I was like, what, what were you listening to? Who were you listening to? So to hear those inspirations from you, Corinne, it definitely is fitting, but definitely, you know, it, it's amazing to also know about your family background as well, growing up in, in a religious, you know, uh, household type of thing and kind of getting introduced to some of the songs that you're creating. And speaking about the music you created, you know, let's just take it back just a little bit here. You know, are you still amazed about the impact that, you know, melatonin had to jumpstart your career knowing the backstory of that song that you just spent like $50 on a Facebook ad for that EP uh, Vendettas and then that everything else just kind of like took off from there you know how do you how do you still reflect on that moment when you think about it now I'm grateful like I I feel like looking back I, I definitely don't think I would be like where I am now and like you know um some of the cooler things that I've done but I just you know I I feel like um just like that was, I was really living in the moment and I was just like, you know, right now, like this sound, this song sounds dope. I, I, you know, I, I want to figure out a way for people to hear it. So I did the, you know, $50 Facebook ad and I just, I had, you know, no expectations. I, I didn't know. And I'm, I would say that, yeah, I'm like amazed, like looking back at like everything, like, wow. Like, you know, that definitely was like the, the first taste of like, oh, what, you know, the future. Absolutely. No, I mean, that was the best investment, $50 for all you up and coming artists out there. You got to just invest into yourself just a little bit, uh, you know, because it was worth it, man. Because again, those songs in that EP were so amazing. I, I mean, I, I love melatonin, but I, I was listening to up, I was up at three in the morning listening to I've been up for days. <laughs> Listen to that record, man. And you got some of the most quotable lyrics on that, on that, on that EP with that song in particular, you know. And and it's just, man, it just to know that you invested into yourself and see where you've where you've gone now. So when you think about that project, right? You kind of you you create your buzz off that. You start getting some momentum going, and then you start having some experiences in the game. I'm learning that you had a chance to, you know, uh, songwrite for Maroon Five or get a, get a placement with Maroon Five or something like that. At one point in your career, you start linking up with some of these different artists throughout your. Your career and whatnot, and then you get to the point of you getting a chance to showcase. I feel like in full production mode now, your songwriting, singing, and, and just your vocal styling on your on your official like. Uh, I guess you want to call it more like it's not your debut debut EP, but it's more just like almost like your official coming out in a sense of like you know with hard feelings the EP. So for you. Putting that EP out there now with all those experiences at that moment, you know, before we even talk about your collaborations with Diplo, Kavinsky, Rudimento, et cetera, what were you thinking on that project, Hard Feelings, when you released that EP? What were you looking to do differently from the very first EP to this one right now? Basically, at the time, like, it came out, you know, 2021, um, but, you know, like, I... Basically, I had, like, made, like, a, a few of the records that ended up being on it. Um, I had, like, a bulk of them like at the top of 2020 and it's just like you know as we know like you know march everything just like completely changed so i like you know i went into 2020 thinking i'm, I'm gonna release it this year you know i'm gonna put out these songs this year and you know i yeah i didn't in, end up putting it out till the next year but i feel like with this i just you know certain things that i've done like you know the dance collaborations and stuff like that that, that it ended up kind of being made by accident like not really you know i had like melatonin which was kind of like that but um, my, um, my music has always been like more like alternative soul and stuff like that. And I feel like Hard Feelings was like the, f the first project in years and, you know, a stepping stone into like, just a major stepping stone into who I am as an artist. Like, you know, I feel like looking back, like whatever I release from now on, you know, people, you know, Hard Feelings is definitely a reference of like where like my kind of like creativity is like really rooted and, you know, 
um, you know, like a reference, like, you know, what I grow into, I feel like, you know, oh, like, okay, she's always kind of just been like, not afraid to use certain sounds and, and, you know, but, you know, I can, I can do, um, I can do like, you know, it all and it can all make sense. So, um, I, you know, I feel like I wanted to show the world who I am, like where my creativity, you know, you know, kind of comes from and just in for future projects. So, yes, I love it so much. I'm telling you, Corinne, your lyrics on that, on that, on the entire project, but the title track itself, Hard Feelings. I'm telling you that, that lyric, that line that you had, you're way too soft to be hard to please. When you wrote that, <laughs> were you, were you kind of like, Hey, Hey, this, this the shit right here. I'm, I'm cold at this shit. Was it like, cause that, that lyric, that lyric, I'm telling you, I sent that to one of my shorties that I was trying to talk to. She started responding <laughs> back. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that's, that's the one. So for you, was it like, I'm the shit, I'm the shit. Was it? <laughs> You know what? It's so amazing to hear like you like saying that about my lyrics because I feel like I'd be stressing about them. Like, oh, I, I gotta make everything a bar, and I'm like overthinking stuff. So it's like I really just really be overthinking each line. So it's nice to hear that my writing is appreciated because I'd be stressing. So no, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a bar. That, I was like, that's a bar. That's a bar. Yeah, that's a good one. No, I'm telling you, that's what's up. And it just, you know, it fits into just the, the feeling. And when I listen to your vocals on this EP in particular, and what's caught my attention, I just feel like you put so much, it's, it's now, of course, obviously, there's a certain styling. And for people who are listening to this, definitely do yourself a favor, go check out Corinne's music and just really pay attention to her tone and how she sounds. But I just, I feel like you, there's a level like, and I, and I say like a really cool like aggression in in your in some of your songs, but not in the, not in the sense of like it's off putting, but it's just like you know it's just like you can really feel the you as an artist as a songwriter really putting yourself into it. And and I and I often think about you know for you, where do you go to kind of come up with some of these lyrics for some of your songs? Like you know, are they based on a lot of your your personal experiences, or are they kind of coming from just a little bit of everywhere? Inspiration coming from a little bit of anything, from like a walk somewhere to to whatever. Like where where's that? source of inspiration coming from you lyrically because you're really a strong songwriter you know I definitely write from life like just conversations and everything like I've, I've been through it and I feel like I I don't it's hard for me to just you know to not write from life and like I'm, I'm inspired from like actual events and just my interpretation of them and you know um also like I've, I believe there's a lot of symbolism in life like a lot of things that are serendipitous and you know in the moment you you didn't know that this was oh going to lead to this later and that you were or you were manifesting something and you know so i feel like a lot of it just everything just comes from life like i write from i write about life and my life and the, the people in my life and i feel like um creatively i feel like i i'm not the person that i can't, i can't sit in like a closed room that's you know it doesn't have any windows like there's a lot of studios that are like caves and i know people like there are people that love that, but I have to have like a window to where I can like kind of like look out into the world and and find inspiration, like you know, and you know it it you know inspires like random words and um, things to go off of. So absolutely, yeah, yeah, nah, that's 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 so so amazing to hear. And then I was reading, um, you know, this article that you did uh, with Ones to Watch. Big shout out to them. You you said that there was like three themes on this for you on on this EP. Sticking to this, it's it's about betrayal with songs like Big Facts and How Do You Sleep. You you talk about forgiveness being another theme with a song like Let It Go. Perseverance on one of the songs like Hard Feelings, No Regrets in Real Life. So you know when you think about all those different elements that kind of came about this, do you feel like this was like an accurate portrayal of who you want to put out there as far as like your artistry and your voice and just your 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 identity for a lot of people who might be 
introduced to you for the very first time, especially knowing that you're Grammy nominated now? Like, is this the kind of like this is the this is like the type of you know image or just just type of um, you know presentation that you want of your music of yourself when you think about some of the new listeners that are gonna start coming on to you? Yeah, I feel like you know for every song that's you know kind of like you know. I'll say confrontational, you know, like hard feelings is kind of like definitely a conversation that, you know, if you were to, you know, recite those with, you know, recite those lyrics in a conversation to someone that, you know, you would get, it would, it would become, you know, like they would have something to say, they would feel some type of way about it. And, you know, I feel like for every song that there's that, there's also a song where I like, I'm coming tied to myself, like, oh, you know, inside I'm feeling all these things and, you know, I need to learn how to forgive people, how to forgive myself and, you know, stuff like that. So that's like contrast is definitely something that, um, you know, I've been actually working on my next project and, you know, um, that's a big theme of it is duality and contrast. And, you know, there's, um, contrast in life and there's contrast in, you know, in my music. And I feel like, you know, that's definitely something that I want out there that, you know, I'm not just one thing and nobody is. And now let's, let's get into some of these amazing collaborations you've been doing. Let's talk about the big collaborator you've been working with, Diplo. When you think about working with Diplo, right, on a song like Looking At Me and everything that's transpired since that moment, did you ever think that sending him a DM would go this far? Of course, of course not. I, uh, you know, it's like I shot my shot and, you know, similar to the $50 Facebook ad, you know, it just, you miss everything. You miss every shot that you don't take. And, um, I, I just don't, I try to live my life never like wanting to get to the end and be like, what, what if I, you know, you know, what if I had just done this or what if I had just like put more effort into that? And, you know, I, I, I would definitely say that I would, I think that coming from that, I think manifesting is definitely real. Just putting something out there into the world, like, and, you know, whether it's just like a phrase or something that you're thinking on, you like, if you're thinking about sending that DM, just, you should just do it. You know, you never know what's going to happen. So yeah, but to answer your question, no, I didn't, of course not. (laughs) It's so amazing just to see that. I mean, looking at me, I like that song. It's really dope to see like just how that started. And I was like, man, she just sent the DM. It's like, it's it's true though. You know, if you don't put it out there, you will never know what, what will happen. I mean, especially knowing that on this age where, you know, the artists on the level like Diplo are really are checking their social medias. They don't have like necessarily a team. They're they're the ones who really are sitting through reading their messages. And sometimes you just never know what may spark their 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 attention and, and their mind. And I'm just kind of curious to know if you don't mind sharing, do you remember what that opening like line? was in that dm to, to, to diplo back then when you sent it to him i gave him a nickname before i met him which mm. is kind of hilarious i was like hey <laughs> hey dip like <laughs> you know hey dip you know um i'm inspired by you i feel like he had just come off the huge the major laser one lean on lean on you know like all that stuff was happening in that, during that time so you know i was like well you inspire me you're doing everything and then you know even you coming from like paper planes and stuff like that like I felt inspired by him, so. Yes, there you go. See, there you go. And as simple as that, again, for our listeners out there, for our aspiring artists who are trying to get their wave started, sometimes you just never know. Come with it, man. Just believe in yourself. Absolutely. And then, of course, too, sticking to that Grammy nomination, you're recently, you know, nominated for Diplo's Diplo Project uh, for the 2023 Grammys and for songs like Promises and Let You Go. I mean, are you are you already thinking about just like what what just, just what the atmosphere is going to be like at, at something like the Grammys or being a part of those type of email threads? and the lead up and all that stuff like that how's it feeling right now just i just gotta ask how's it feeling for you corinne it, it, it feels it feels great to you know all these years i've been at this and just you know even from looking for me came out like you know going on two years ago and just everything 
just kind of coming to this is where you know everything landed with that and just I had no expectations so it's very it's very surreal and and it it shows that you know you put the work in it it can it will it will get you somewhere and you know I'm just definitely in like a very reflective space also because it's like the end of the year too and it's just like it was like wow that was definitely a very it was definitely like a you know what here you go like um this you know it was definitely a just um a great way to end the year absolutely i mean i mean for our listeners here let's let, let's not forget you know corinne you were you were at one point you were you were a dog groomer and you were just thinking about kind of like not doing this right at one point i remember i read about so so from kind of going from those feelings and and that moment in your life to where you are right now it is truly an amazing journey and i'm just stoked to see how this all transpires for you overall it's going to be super phenomenal and 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 you know corinne just still sticking to some more collaborations that you have done i want to talk about you know you work with rudimento you work with Kavinsky. And according to Kavinsky's, you know, aura with his character that he's created, he's dead. So, you, I mean, come on, man. Yeah, you, work, yeah. <laughs> you work with this amazing artist, both of these amazing artists on a song like, you know, uh, Cameo with Kavinsky and you work with Rudimento for their record. So just for you, how did you kind of come about those type of collaborations? Because those are like some really dope, uh, you, you know, international artists, but they have so many different styles and different fan bases too. So for you coming into that, what was like the thing that kind of got you connected to those two artists? You know, Know, looking for me was really really successful overseas you know we we were like number one in ireland we um um we were top we were top four in the uk at one point and for a little bit so you know um that just opened a lot of doors with a lot of dance acts uh, you know definitely like heard of me through that record and you know rudimental was you know one of them and they came with like they had a rough idea of the song we did, which is called Jumper, which is actually one of my favorite collabs. Um, so um, we connected on it and, and, and you know, um, they, you know, they had that idea and I was like, oh, this is actually like really dope. I see the potential in things. So did my manager. And so that happened. And then Kavinsky was similar. Um, and it was just, it's, Kavinsky is, is like, not saying he's like the dopest, but it was super dope because he only releases every five to 10 years, you know, so it was dope to be a part of, you know, his, I guess, like resurrection of um, his latest album. Yeah, no, I'm telling you, you're part of history on both of those records. I mean, Kavinsky's kind of like in that in that in that, in that unique like uh, French Daft Punk type of space where in my in my eyes at least, where it's like he releases every, once every like you said five to ten years. So like you're part of like a capsule with his music, yeah. right? Like people are gonna look back on this in the next generation, like oh man, look at all these amazing artists, right? And then Rudimental, they just got like that super huge Glastonbury type of like audience they yes. bring out. So it's like, yeah. woo, it's just crazy, man. It's it's crazy. You get a lot of love in the UK when you go over there, like. Like you know, they go correct. Like a lot of love over there for you. Actually, I do. Like it was, it was cool. I've been there a couple times since like last year. It was hard because of the pandemic, but I've been there a couple times, and yeah, I have great energy, and and it's it's really cool to go over there with like some type of you know story that people know about, and it's 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 inspiring. Absolutely. I got to get over there to the UK. I got the passport. I just need to get some stamps on it. I'm going to make it happen really soon. All right. I got to make it happen. Yeah, all right? yeah. Absolutely. And when I do, I'm going to be playing some Corinne Lomax. Absolutely. So now we're going to get ready to bring this home for our very final question here. And, you know, when you think about, you know, your fans, your listeners, what do you want them to take away from your evolution as an artist? The best thing that I've, you know, learned in, in my journey is just the, the trick is to keep going. Um, 
like like you know you briefly touched on and and you know read about is you know yeah like when before the um diplo records happened i was not thinking about doing music i was thinking about going back to school literally and you know in that moment and i was inside my head and overthinking and stuff like that and i was gonna stop and just you know imagine if i did so that's a simple way a simple thing for um, people to think like whenever whatever you do the trick is to just keep going you know i've seen my friends in other you know industries and stuff like that it's just like where they are you know they just kept going in there you know in a manager position and you know and and um better you know it, it gets better i feel like that is actually true um but you know another thing too is you know every time that i was in my head you know and i was thinking about stuff you know that that always tri- tripped me up like i was i i wasn't all of a sudden not moving and i feel like to if you can figure out a way to work out of outside of your head and whatever it is you do um and that 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 way you don't overthink things and then you 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 will start to see movement and you'll start to see you know your dreams starting to come true and and then you'll look back and like me and be like wow like this okay this was why why this happened yes 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 oh my goodness Corinne you know I, I like hearing this so much what you have to say and you know uh, for you and what you've been doing with your career I, I gotta put it out there to our talent bias here at Golden Voice you know and, and just for our team and Golden Voice let's make sure we get Corinne on some of these Golden Voice shows that we're doing out here on the West Coast in LA I mean. We, we, I got to see you at some of our festivals and some of our venues and some of our shows because you are just on a rise here. And I think that the moves that you're making are truly phenomenal. And, you know, you know, I guess the, the I guess the last thing that I want to ask you is just as a new fan coming on, will Vendetta's the EP ever make it to streaming Spotify, Apple Music? What's up? You know what? That would be cool. And maybe with some new songs. That's a, that's a good idea. You know what? I never say never. Bet. I'm going to be looking out for it. All right. You can you can kind of come through like with the with the Drake so far gone because that's what it feels like to me. That's what this project feels like to me. Yes. All right. So here we are for the Golden Voice <laughs> podcast, everyone. And again, Corinne, I mean it so much. You know, this was really an honor to get a chance to speak with you. I was looking for some interviews that you've done in the past. It doesn't seem like you do too many like audio, like this type of interviews, video, audio interviews. So it's an honor for you just to come here and give us a little bit of your time, share your story, share your experiences with us. I mean it. I'm looking forward to what you do next in 2023. Congratulations on being Grammy nominated. They can never take that away from you. You Thank earned you. that shit. All right. And I'm telling you, not only are you a dope phenomenal artist you're just a dope person to speak with so i'm rooting for you all the way through and i cannot wait to see what you do on your next career moves and i'm most definitely looking forward to that debut lp once you get ready to drop that all right so corinne thank you so much for coming to the golden voice podcast it means so much thanks it means so much to me too thanks for having me and there you have it right there. Such a really dope time speaking to Corinne. You know, one of the things I enjoyed about this interview was just really learning about her songwriting process and just the inspiration and where she kind of goes to get her ideas for her lyrics. Because again, as I was saying, she's a really talented songwriter and just the music that she creates, she brings that level of, you know, just, just you know, toughness to her, her, her delivery and just some of the lyrics that she has really highlights the whole entire mood of the, um, you know, atmosphere that she's creating with her songs. So I definitely recommend that you go ahead and check out Corinne Lomax's music. My favorite songs for Corinne are Hard Feelings. But then also I love stuff that she was doing on her opening EP, her debut EP from Vendettas, you know, with songs like Melatonin. And of course, I've been up for days. So there's so many songs, so much music out there. So, you know, you cannot go wrong. And I feel like Corinne is the type of artist that if you're looking for something new, if you like R&B, you like alternative R&B, or you're just looking for something brand new to check out, Corinne Lomax is that artist that you should definitely check in with and tap in with because her music is phenomenal. 
And speaking of our music, you can listen to our music right now on all major streaming platforms like Spotify, Apple Music, etc. Check out the Hard Feelings EP. But then also you can check out the collaboration she's done, you know, the song like with Cameo with Kavinsky, which I love that record so much. You can check that out on the on major DSPs uh, on Spotify and Apple Music. But then also you can ch check out Jumper with Rudimento. And of course, you know, the Grammy nominated song uh, Promises on Diplo's latest Diplo project. And of course, you can check out even Looking For Me as well uh, with, with the collaboration she did with Diplo as well so so many places you can go with the music with Corinne and again there's not a bad song you can't go wrong her voice is so amazing the lyrics are so amazing so again if you're looking for something new to check out if you're looking for a new artist to get into Corinne Lomax is definitely where to go and if the music wasn't enough and you want to tap in with Corinne Lomax even more, you can follow her on social media because she's on all the major social media platforms. I'm talking about Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. And it's simple. It's clearly Corinne Lomax. That's it. That's all you got to do. Just type in Corinne Lomax on all those major social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, and you will find Corinne and our profiles. Go ahead and follow her. Show her some love. Stay up to date with what she's got going on with her next moves between songs and projects and, and performances and of course the Grammy nomination so I can't say it enough thank you so much for coming to the Golden Voice podcast major congratulations on being you know a Grammy nominated you know artist and, and definitely wishing you great things in 2023 and again it means so much for you to be here so again we appreciate it so much big shout out to you and your team now I said I was going to catch up with you in the outro and give you an update about what's to come for the podcast and now here we are so this was the very last artist interview special guest interview that we're doing for this year or closing out the year however we do have one more episode it'll be a bonus episode and it's going to be the making of season two so if you're familiar with the podcast i did like a bonus episode talking about the making of the golden voice podcast season one during like the uh, thanksgiving holiday a year ago so now i'm going to do another one uh just talking about the process of creating and, and developing and producing season two kind of give you guys some behind the scenes updates about what was all the happenings behind you know getting the season off the ground and then give you like the final update about what's to come from here so again that will be coming to y'all next wednesday so that that's it but other than that you know we're ending it right here uh as far as for season two goes uh for uh our interview we just did with corinne so we're gonna have another update for y'all though in that making of season two as we take you behind the scenes however golden voice still has so much happening with the shows that we have for 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 the month of, of december but the even for 2023 i'm talking about january february march april etc etc so if you want to tap in with us and know what the hell we got going on you got to go to goldenvoice.com once again that's goldenvoice.com for all the latest information and, and, and places to buy tickets for our latest events uh, but of course if that isn't enough you can tap in with us on social media i'm talking about facebook instagram tiktok and twitter because we're all there it's simply at golden voice and all those major platforms for social media instagram twitter tiktok and facebook simply at golden voice you can get all the different type of photo highlights that we've done a little bit of video highlights and everything like that and of course more announcements about future shows we have coming for this month for 2023 and beyond so go ahead and tap in with us okay and of course if you're joining the golden voice podcast and you want to continue to help this podcast grow all you got to do on your favorite podcast platform if they have a rating system go ahead and leave a five-star rating about this podcast because it helps with the visibility it helps us expand and reach more amazing music fans like yourself who are looking for more awesome music interview series like 
like this podcast. And then of course, if it has a comment system, leave it a nice little comment, help spread the good word as well. So we appreciate y'all so much for rocking with us from season one to season two. And if you're brand new to the Golden Boys podcast, we appreciate you showing the support. And if you're listening to this podcast in the future for the first time or whatever, we definitely appreciate you just giving us a little bit of your time. It means so much to everyone over here. And of course, it goes without saying, a major shout out to our Golden Voice podcast team. I'm talking about our executive producer, Rhea. I'm talking about marketing coming from Carrie, Christina, and Lindsay. I'm talking about artwork and creative coming from Saish. Saish was holding it down this entire season. Major shout out to Saish. And of course, press, you know, coming from Shay and Taji, always doing big things. And speaking of press, if you have any press inquiries for this podcast or for Golden Voice in general, hit us up at press at goldenvoice.com. Once again, that's press at goldenvoice.com. Like I said, we're going to have a bonus episode, which is basically the making of season two. I'm going to take you behind the scenes of how we got this season off the ground and provide some more updates about what's to come for 2023, et cetera. But again, I appreciate y'all for checking out this podcast, whether it's, you know, you're returning, you're brand new or what have you. We appreciate you. I appreciate you. It means a lot. So until then, I'll catch you on that very final bonus episode. And I appreciate y'all so much for all the support. And if you don't know by now, I'm your host, Jarvis Smith. This is the Golden Voice Podcast, and I'm out.